The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed in the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Loving That Sports Talk with your host, James Loving. If you're looking for a fast-paced show that covers football and so much more, this is the place to be. Now, here's your host, formerly of the Philadelphia Eagles, James Loving. This is James Loving today, and I'm hosting Loving That Sports Talk again. I got Mr. Jarvis Berry in the studio today. How you doing, Jarvis? I'm pretty good, yourself. All right, let's not be nervous. We're going to have a great show today. And then I have on the line... Mark Higgs, are you there, Mark? Yes, Doc Love. This <laughs> is Mark Higgs, how you doing? Good, how are you, Mark? Well, for our listeners out there, do me a favor, Mark. Tell everybody what team you have played for. Well, I used to play with the Philadelphia Eagles. I started with the Dallas Cowboys, drafted by the Dallas Cowboys, played with you in Philadelphia, and then went on to the Miami Dolphins for four years, and then played two years in Arizona. Me and Mark, you know, we are great friends. You know, we came a long way, and I got to see him at the Super Bowl last year. But, Mark, for our listeners out there, um, give me um, a good advice on, you know, about a player, young player coming up. What would you suggest them to do for them to make it in just life, not even the NFL, but just life? Uh, For a young player? Yes. A young player coming out nowadays, manage their money well. Be careful on how you spend, you know, uh, I know your family always asks for money, so you got to be careful on how much you give to your family. <laughs> uh, that's one. That's one of the biggest things, man. You know, a lot of guys make uh, make pros, and then the family hits them up. Family, friends, and you know, and cousins come out of nowhere. So be careful on how you manage all that. And and for for uh, my other listeners too, Mark, for the young guys, especially, I like to hit the young players. Um, about getting in trouble, you know, you see all these players getting in trouble in clubs and like that. How can you tell them, you know, what you suggest them to do to stay out of trouble? Well, you got to treat, you got to treat uh, football, you know, like a business. It's, it is a business. It's a job. Uh, you required to stay out of trouble. You required to get the practices on time. You required to get the meetings on time. Uh, you know, uh, instead of being on time, be there. Uh, like maybe 30 minutes or an hour before time to be there. And um, I recommend a lot of the young players to stay close to the facility because you never know what could happen, you know, if the weather's bad or, you know, traffic. Uh, so you need to stay close to those facilities. Uh, when I played, I played on four different teams and I played eight years. But uh, I always stayed close within uh, within two or three miles of the facility. Well, I know your time, living Mark, but, you know, we had some great time in Philly, didn't we? Oh, yeah, Philly. <laughs> Philly was nice. It was a little cold. That's why I 
left and went down to Miami, had to leave you, love. <laughs> That's <laughs> all right. Like <laughs> we got to get you all here to visit, Mark. But um, thank you for calling in, Mark Hicks. Oh, thanks, man. Thanks for having me. I always enjoy it. All right. You're always welcome to come back on the show. Okay. Thanks. Thanks, Mark. Right, take care. Yeah, Mr. Barry. Now we go. That was uh, one of my old players that played with me, Mark Higgs. Mark Higgs. Running back. So, great guy, you know. And, yeah. and like, you know, I, I like to have, you know, well, tell our listeners what you do, Mark. Uh, I run a youth organization. Uh, it's called Greater Levels Youth Association. Um, fun. I love it. It works with a lot of kids. Right now we've got about 300 kids. Um, and that's the most, uh, I'm still a dad. Four kids of my own, still a husband, but I run the organization as a, a fund, you know, for yeah. the opportunity for every kid to have fun, you know. Um, I started the organization with uh, just my son, and uh, walking downstairs one morning, um, the Lord told me to start a basketball team. So after three times going through, I didn't want to do it after three mornings. You know, I, was like, I don't want to start a team. Yeah. And um, one morning, he told me, start the team. And then that day, I came home. My son said, Dad, let's go to the basketball court. Take me to the park. And I said, all right, we'll go. So we got to the park, and I sat there, and it was like 300 kids out there. I looked, some playing basketball, some playing volleyball, some skateboarding, some riding their bikes, some smoking cigarettes, you know, whatever. Yeah. And then the Lord said, now pick a team. So uh, some of my fr- son's friends out there, so I grabbed those boys and uh, uh, put a team together. We went like 32-2, I think it was. And as we played, and a lot of those boys I coached, they all went to play. They skipped their freshman year and went to JV, Varsity. And uh, it was it was a lot of fun doing that. Well, that's good. Like I said, we, we look great to have you on. We're going to talk about we're gonna talk about sport. We're going to talk about NFL, college. We're going to talk about what you're doing, you know, with the kids. It's, you know, I always love to have people on here so they can explain what they do. And a good friend of mine, a classmate of mine, Sean Kimmer, told me about you, and I got in contact with you. And I was amazed, you know, when I started talking to you and looking at everything that you do. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's great to have somebody like you in the community that can do these things. You know, I take my hat off to you, Jarvis. Thank you. Thank you. So, so we got, you know, uh, you made a little comment before we got on the air, and I kind of laughed, but you kind of said it real <laughs> low. So for the listeners out there, he told me, you know, he said, what about those Raiders? But he said a little bit lower. What about those Raiders? Man, <laughs> come on now. You know, part of the nation. Everybody loves the nation. It's the Raiders. Uh, you know, I was born with the Raiders. In my, in my house, my daddy loved the Raiders so much. If you didn't like the Raiders, you couldn't live there. So we had no choice. Um, that's been my team since day one. And, you know, I'm not a bandwagon fan like the Cowboys. You know how they are. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so <laughs> no offense, Cowboy fans. But, you know, I'm I'm just a Raiders man. I can't help it, you know. Well, you know, I like to ask questions because all my guests, you know, always positive people on yeah. my show. And, you know, and when I couldn't even sleep last night thinking I was so excited to have you on the show today, you know, and just to get your put on that, for a younger player that, like, when you coach and you got an organization mm-hmm. that y'all doing um, stuff for camp, for football. Yeah. What do you tell these kids, you know, because, you know, everybody will make it in the NFL, Jarvis, mm-hmm. and you know that, you know. Some won't, some will, but when you're sitting there talking to these kids, what do you tell them? I tell them, first thing, your grades got to be important. Exactly. Um, first thing you got to look at, you can play football just like yourself. Your knee can get blown out. It can hurt your back. But if you got your grades, it can get you a lot further. Um, I tell my son and my kids, I say, play, play ball, play the best you can, get a scholarship so you can get your education taken care of. Um, so it's, it's all about grades right now. You know, and I think the most important about that, if your grades are good, you got a better opportunity to get to college 
all the scholarship. You know. and, and you know what? When you say that, you know, I wish I had you to tell me because when I was in school, high school, I didn't care about grade. I'm like, oh, I'm playing sports, yeah. you know, so, and it hurt me because I had to end up going to a junior college, which ended up helping me because I learned from that, you know, uh-huh. but I didn't think grades was important. And nowadays, now I know it's very important, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Kids today, you know, you have to sit back and, like you say, those grades are so important that, you know, it's not about playing because I remember when I was at University of Wyoming, mm-hmm. my first year there, you know, I led the, the team in reception. I was the number one player. Mm-hmm. I didn't have no grades. And then Coach came to me, like, they brought another guy, and I'm looking like, who's this guy? Oh, he come take your place. I'm like, you never passed a class. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it made me think, you know what I'm saying, Get, you know? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So I kind of agree what you're saying with grades is important, you know. Is there any failure for a kid if they don't make it in, in the NBA, the NFL? You know, is there a failure? No, you basically, you did all you can do, mm-hmm. the best you can. That's all you can ask for. Right. Um, the percentage of making it to the NBA is hard. Mm-hmm. You got to play constant basketball. You got to not just on the court in practice, you got to practice off the court, yeah. you know, on your own personal time. And you know, and it's it's a hard thing to do because you got so many kids, so many areas, so many people, so much talent. But if you don't make it, at least you know you did your best you could. You know, I advise all kids to get into some kind of activity, if it's sports, if it's the drama club or something. Because I think what that does is create a, a discipline for them. You know, yeah. respect for authority, the who's running it, and all like that. So. My thing, I tell kids, get into something. You know, if it's not sports, do something with the, like, say, drama or the newspaper. Do something where you're not on the streets, just running around. You know, take your energy and put it into something else besides hanging out with your boys at the or your girls at the store or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, because if you don't, if an idle mind for a kid is trouble. Yeah. You know, um, just like you said, any sport they can get into, even if it's not a sport, something that you like. And I find it important that the parents got to also help them. Mm-hmm. You know, not just say go to school, get education. You know, you got to help them find areas in their life that they like. And if it's not sports, photography. You know, not every mm-hmm. kid can be good at a sport. You know, try it. If it don't work, go to singing, go to acting class. But you got to find something that's going to keep you from going down a path that, you know, some of us go sometimes. Well, you know, Jarvis, I don't know if you agree with me on this. If you don't, you know, speak up. You're not. But, you know, I think the, the, the child has to want to play it on their own. Yeah. They can't live through their parents playing sports mm-hmm. or anything. Yeah. You, just because your dad run a famous organization, he wants you to be the president. So you got to want, like you say, want to play that sport or want to do that job or that business. You, if the parents push them too much, they're not having fun. You yeah. know, you agree with me? or? Yeah, definitely. I see that all the time. You got a lot of parents that want to live their dreams through their kids. Mm-hmm. You lived your dream. You did it. Let your child find out what they want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, the most important, if the child don't want to do it, why make them do it? Mm-hmm. You know, I tell my kids, it's no shoulda, woulda, couldas in my house. We're right. going to try it. You know, my daughter, my oldest girl don't play basketball. But I said, baby, won't you try it? Yeah. And then after you try it, if you don't like it, still don't work, then okay, let's find something else. Mm-hmm. But why push them into something that's just not going right. to be for them? And I always tell, you know, I have my daughter, you know, you try something, don't quit. Definitely. Never quit. I don't, you yeah. know, finish it off, do the best you can. If it's not you, at the end of it, then, you know, try something else. But never quit, you know. Yeah. Always give it your all. You agree with me on that? Definitely. Why why you want to quit something you just started? You know, but (laughs) they got to know that's what they want to do. The parents can't push them into doing that. Because if if they push them into it, they don't want to do it, then it's it's not going to work out for them. Yeah. It's just a missed opportunity. Yeah. 
just a missed opportunity. So, you know, definitely both. I'm glad we agree on that. Yeah, you, know? we, <laughs> you don't have to agree with me now. No, I Robert. definitely you agree with agree you on that. <laughs> I see it all the time. You know, I'm the kind of like that with my son. I'm like, football, boy, come on, come on, come on. Uh-huh. You know, I went to college, played at Phoenix College. And I'm I'm just like pulling my hair out sometimes. Like, yeah. boy, you know you can do that better. Yeah. But I got to sit back and say, okay, that's him. That's him. You know, yeah. I can only help him, but I can't do it myself. And like everybody asks me, like, why you don't get by? I used to coach, you know, uh, mm-hmm. in Wyoming. And I'm like, why you don't coach, you know? I'm like, you know, it was so the parents was crazy. Yeah. You know, it was like more of the parents than the students. I hate to see the students on the – these um, players on the field being so uptight because their parents are like, come on, you know, yell at them. Like, you know, you, yeah. you see. And you're like – yeah, you know, so I just sit back, you know, and just watch now. Yeah, and yeah, you you watching for now, but we're going to pull you out and start coaching <laughs> with greater levels. You know, we're going to get you yeah. out there and do some coaching. Yeah. One thing with parents, I, I've always told them in our organization, I tell them in the beginning, have no expectations. Just know that your child's going to learn. Yeah. You know, and, and if you got to yell and all that stuff, do it at home. Just right. don't come here. Don't you know, this is a different atmosphere, you know. So and that's what's uh, most important about a lot of parents. They you know, I always tell them, you can come coach your own kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, nobody yeah. stops you, right. you know, but don't jump on us about it. Let your child do what he got to do and let yeah. us coach him. And let them learn. You know, like yeah. I said, I love teaching the kids the fundamental of it. You know, let them learn, you know. Yeah. Don't let them try to learn what you trying to teach them over here. Do that at home. You know, let us do our job out here. Yeah. You know, we got a lot more to talk about, you know, Jarvis. I'm um, glad that you're here. For all the listeners out there, you know, um, we, you have to listen into what he has to say. It's very good information, and he's a very respectful around here. So this is James Loving, host of Loving That Sports Talk, and I'll be right back with my guest Jarvis Berry in the studio. Your internet flagship station for sports... Sports. You already get the general sports headlines and discussion on TV and radio. Tune in to The Blueprint with Randall Gatewood. Yeah, we'll cover all the general big name stuff too, but we go beyond the typical sports radio show to bring you the details you don't get anywhere else. We'll talk about the inspirational stories and the little known successes. If you want creativity, The Blueprint is the place to be. Tune in every Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Get ready to talk sports with someone who definitely has an opinion but respects yours as well. The beginning of every week is Crunch Time with Keenan Howry. We'll talk about what happened this weekend and what to look forward to next weekend. Keenan and his guests are ready to discuss the issues with you about football and sports in general. It's Crunch Time with Keenan Howry every Monday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. And make your voice heard. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. 
are hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This is James Loving. I'm back um Hosting Loving That Sports Talk, and I have my guest Jarvis Barry in the studio. Hey, James. How you doing, Jarvis? I'm, well, you know, I'm going to make you feel a little bit more comfortable, you know. All right. I got you going here. I'm going to talk about the Raiders, the Raiders coach. You know, Jarvis, there's a lot of coaches that's getting fired, you know, and I want to put this to where it's NFL and, and with the other coach, like what you do, you know, with mm-hmm. the league, you know, the ages you do. Is it the coach fault when these players don't want to play for them or just give up on them and don't you go you give them the plan and they got to go out there and execute it? Yeah, definitely. Well, you know, a lot of people always want to blame the coach when something goes wrong. If something goes wrong with the offense, we're going to blame the quarterback. You always want to blame the person ahead, but a lot of times the player has to play. Right. You know, the coach can't do it. He can only implement what's, you know, supposed to be done. But now if they're not calling the correct plays, if they don't have the correct people in position, then you can say, okay, coach, what's going on? But um, most of the time, if it's not working after a while, yeah, we need to get a well, new let me, coach. Well, let me throw a couple coaches out there. You tell me players or coaches' fault. San Francisco, Ooh-wee. Mike Singletary. Mike's a good player. No, is it is it the players? The players is what, the players' fault not playing for him, or was it his coach? You gonna have Mike show up on my shirt over here? <laughs> the, the door is locked; he can't get in. All right, I can okay. talk. To yeah, you. yeah. You know, I think there's a couple of things he needs to change. I mean, um, I I can say there's some things he needs to change, but I think his players need to put it together. Okay, I think his players. We're gonna go to your Raiders. Tom Cable, players or coach? Oh man. <laughs> that's your team. Come on now. You know what? That's my team. I yeah. think we can change some things with the coach. With the coach? Yeah. Well, you got to look at that organization. Start from the owner. Things ain't right. Man, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so no, it's that not. could go a little bit further than you know, the coach and players. You know what? I, I can say, you know what, something to do with the coach. But sometimes the coach got to stand up. Yeah. Well. You know, sometimes he has to stand up. Okay. Well, let's go with um, Dallas when they fire Wade Phillips. Was that the players or the coach? I think that was a good move. You think so? I think that was a good move. You think move. the players just, was it just coaching or they didn't want to play for him or what? I think they just didn't want to play for him. I think there was just some chemistry just not working with See, that with I, that offense. And that I crew. know Wade. He was there with Philly with me. So Wade's a great guy. Yeah. You know? I, I, think it, I think it was just that chemistry just wasn't working with that you team. You think that? Yeah. Okay. Sometimes you got to get rid of coaches with the chemistry. Yeah. Okay. Let's go with um, Minnesota. Brad Childress. Do you think that was players or do you think Brett calls that? <laughs> <laughs> My boy getting old. He's getting old. <laughs> yeah. He's he's good, but he's getting old. But I think it was just a player issue. It was there. a player issue. Yeah. Let me let me give you this. When you have a player that's um y'all have you know what you're doing out there, uh-huh. when you have a discipline one of your players, how do you discipline? Would you kick him off the team? Would you tell him, you know, how would you discipline um somebody on like your age? What ages you, you teach? I take him from pre K, which is three years old, all the way up to high school. Okay. What's so, a discipline form like? You see, like these players, like a Randy Moss. Uh-huh. What would you do to discipline you? You know, first of all, we just got to let them know here's the rules. Okay, mm-hmm. and um, of course you're not gonna get to play. If you you know getting in a lot of trouble, you're doing a lot of things, you have an attitude on the court or the field. We don't we don't need that because that's not gonna get you to college. Right. You know, you hit the high school field that you get that attitude, they're gonna send you away. Right. You know, so I think that's a lot of the issue. 
is um, the coaches have to stand up and say, you know what, hey, I'm not having I don't care how good you are, mm-hmm. but that's something that we're not going to have. You know, because if you're doing it, then you're going to have another one doing it. Mm-hmm. Then you're going to have five more doing it. Now you got a snowball, you right. know. But I think with us, we, we discipline them. We tell them we can't play. And if it's okay with the parent, you know, we in the country out there. So we got some ditches that the farmers need digging out. Oh, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> some old-fashioned work, you right. know. Nothing wrong with that. Well, that's a different with the NFL players. So you got somebody like uh, Albert Hangworth, $100 million. Mm-hmm. You'll tell him that the coach going to tell him, you know, about – and he's making all his money more than the coach? Yeah. He that's a little different, right? Yeah, he's he going to basically say, well, sit me down. I'm still getting paid. Right. You know. And with yeah. that attitude, that's not good, you know. Some have to change where they got to have that respect for that coach, no matter how much money and the biggest star they are. I know with Buddy Ryan, but Ryan didn't care who was a star. Yeah. You didn't do it here. He'll sit you. Yeah. He didn't yeah. care what name you had. Yeah. And I think there's got to be some kind of penalties for that, you know. Take some of that money away from them. That hurts everybody. You think that's hurt them, that all that everybody. money they're making? You know what? You know, when you got a lifestyle like that, they spend a lot more than they make it. Yeah. You think about it, though. But, yeah, it's got to be some kind of penalty to go with everything. Well, I think nowadays the players have to have that respect for the coach. Yeah. Now, plain and simple. No matter if you are Tom Brady or what, your coach is still the one that's up ahead. Mm-hmm. You know, he's the head of that team. He's the head of that, you know, organization. You know, no matter how much money you make, no matter how much the biggest star you are. Because if you look at it, look at um, Tennessee with what's going on with Jeff Fisher mm-hmm. and Vince Young. They're looking to get rid of Jeff Fish over Vince Young. You're going to pick a player over a coach just because a player have an attitude? Yeah, and the player got to lo- love the game. If you don't mm-hmm. love the game, you know, you can love it and play it, but you got to respect the game to respect your coach. Mm-hmm. And that goes with teamwork. You got to be able to play with your team. You know, you're letting your team down when you're causing all the problems. Now, how can, how can it work if you all beat up? Let's, let's talk about teamwork. What do you see in your – when you teach your students teamwork? What do y'all do for teamwork? Because they got to realize it's not all about them, you know. You don't win the game by yourself. Definitely. You can help to win the game, but you only, you got other players on it that's helping you. So what do y'all do for teamwork? Teamwork, we make them basically live together. Mm-hmm. During that season, when one mess up, you all mess up. Exactly. It's a team effort. When one lose a game, you all lose a game. Mm-hmm. You miss a shot, we all miss the shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, the teamwork is something that you got to put in them early because um, there's no there's – no, separation when it comes to a basketball court or football field. If we all do our job, we're going to make it to the top. Right. You know, So teamwork is really important because just like we try to tell them, if we're going to do it, let's do it together. Right. If you're doing it by yourself, you're on your own. Yeah. You know? Well, you got to look at it. You got all the play, other players out there that's doing that job to, to where you are able to score that touchdown or make that play, that pass. You know, It's yeah. not just you. So th- th- these players have to learn that there's other people out there working hard Doing their job so that play can be successful. Yeah, definitely. And and that's where that teamwork comes in, you know. Yeah, because you don't got teamwork, it ain't no team. It <laughs> <laughs> just ain't no team. That's me, you know. Well, let me ask you this. What do you think about my Eagles? You know what? I like the Eagles. You like they, the Eagles? They're actually doing pretty darn good. They're actually doing pretty good. And it kind of goes back to, like you say, a player, you know, like we talk about players getting in trouble, you know, Michael uh-huh. Vick. You know, we look at what he did was wrong, definitely yeah. wrong. You can't yeah. argue that. But you give a person another chance. Like God say, all you got to do is ask for forgiveness, right? Mm-hmm. That's all you got to do. And you, you forgive what he did, and then you move on. And, yeah. you know, I think they knock him down too much still, you know. Yeah. You know, you know society sometimes want to see everything. There's people doing that all the time. There's people that does things that's just not as bad. But like you said with the word, the sin is a sin. Yeah. You know, he did it. He moved on from it. Why don't everybody else move on? 
just let it go. Because by far he's one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. You know that. Yeah, yeah. You know, but it's just one of those things that people just got to realize that this man has already done done what he done. He paid Mm -hmm. his debt. Let's move on. Let the man play football. Okay, the man says, and Tom Brady. What do you think of Tom Brady? Is he the best quarterback MVP, or would you give it to Michael Vick? Would you give it to? Because at one time they had um, Rivers as the MVP to what San Diego did. Yeah, yeah. Brady's good. You know what? It's it's kind of up in the air to me right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's, you might as well just throw it up in the air because you got a good, yeah. You know what? But, I mean, just by looking at from the beginning of the season to now, I basically want to go with Vic. Go with Vic. Yeah. Now, do y'all have, like, when you MVP for y'all teams, players and like that, or do you give everybody a team um, trophy? Uh, all the kids get something. You get know? something? Yeah, well, all the kids get, you know, medals for them. Uh, especially at that age, you know, you want to, you know, acknowledge every kid. So it's important to get them something. Expensive, but it's it's important to get them something. <laughs> <laughs> well, you you always want the kid to feel that they are doing something. You know, yeah. Every, you're out there working hard. Give them something, you know. Yeah, and it's important. And then plus, like, you know, kids love to have all these medals and stuff when they get done in little yeah. trophy rooms. And why not have one when I was 10 years old, 8 years old, to show where they've been. So so is there, do you got like, I know you say you're going to be doing, um, tell what you're going to be doing in April. In April, we're getting ready to set up uh, a pre-combine for our football organization. Um, in Arizona, we have no high school club football. Um, you know, Texas got it, Florida's got it, and it's big in Texas. Oh, very big. You know, so and what we want to do is is be able to compete with the teams in Florida, the teams in in Texas. Because if you look at the high school sports from here, from over there, it's like a whole other level. Um, so we want to introduce that to the Valley. Um, you can go to the website, greaterlevels.com. They have some of the information on there. Uh, we're doing a pre-combine, and what we want to do is just get all the kids, go through and see what it's like, you know, how many kids actually um, get to play on a, on a football field in high school. Right. Not all of them. So why not give those kids another opportunity to play, you know, because we're looking for ex-NFL coaches, I mean players, ex-college players, to come in and coach these kids in every position to make them better. You know, in the high in the high school coach you can't do it all in two, three months. You know what I mean? So we want to just introduce this to the Valley. We want to do it Valley-wide. Um, April 30th, we plan to do the pre-combine, the big registration, uh, run a um, five, five six-game season in May and June. And that way they're ready to go. And hopefully right. the high school coaches will catch on to this and say, hey, kids, go play. Right. You know, go play in this. You guys are going to get better. You're going to get stronger going to get faster and it's not just basketball i mean just not just football we want them to have the morals you know we want them whenever they leave leave being trained by these players these ex-players that they're ready to go to a college level already you know so that's that's the whole planning to go are y'all real careful about injuries when they suffer injuries are y'all with the helmet the helmet and all that you know because i know that's really big you know especially for the younger kids yeah you don't want no injury you know when that i mean injury's gonna happen Mm -hmm. it's gonna happen you know but This helmet, the helmet is pretty big, isn't it, Jarvis? Yeah, you know, and they got those. Man, you know, it's it's hard to watch that because sometimes when you're playing, you know how it is. Mm-hmm. You're just going for it. Right. And uh, that's something that, you know, the officials really got to stay on top of. We're going to teach the kids not to do that, you know. But, yeah, the injuries, you're going to have them. I know a lot of the high school coaches are worried about that, but most of the kids get hurt skateboarding or riding right. their bikes or something, you know. It's not too often to happen on the field. But the injury part of it, you know, we'll have the paramedics there, whatever, you know, it takes. But the helmet, the helmet is is dangerous. It's very know? dangerous. <laughs> I mean, concussions, yeah. you know, yeah. string necks and stuff. That's you know part of football too. Yeah, it's part of football, and like you say, it's real dangerous. And you have to watch it. You know, you yeah. seeing somebody out there trying to do it, they got to be penalized. And you know, yeah. 
So, but you know, like you say, it happens. Your person ducked their head and they got somebody coming in full speed. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's just that collision. You yeah. know, you can't stop it. But it's something that we all have to look into. You know, from high school, younger kids to the NFL. Yeah, that is very dangerous nowadays. Yeah, it's 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 scary. But you still gotta let them play football. It's still football, right? <laughs> I tell I tell everybody you can't put the the, the tag you know the flags on there and play that. Yeah, you know we like to hit quarterbacks too. <laughs> <laughs> what position you play? I play linebacker. Oh, so you you love to hit the quarterback? Man, huh? I don't like him. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the goal, you know. He's on the other side of the ball. He got it. I want it. Yeah, so. I hated the defense before I played. Oh, of course, you were receiver. Yeah, man. I hated, it, but you know, it was like we was in the locker room in Philly, and they had him on one end of the uh, um, locker room, we on the other end defense, uh-huh. and it just was funny how you were separated. You still yeah. come out that field and like, ah, oh, don't talk to me. Even though we team, we still don't like each other. Yeah. <laughs> but then we leave the field, you know. I yeah. mean, get out of the locker room, we all buddies, you yeah. know. Yeah. So that was pretty good. You know, we still knew we was a team. Yeah, definitely. But definitely we're going to get back. when well, We got Jarvis Berry here, and we'll be back with him. And we're going to talk a little bit more about football, what he does. And we'll still talk about the Raiders. He's still uh, not too convinced about the Raiders. But yeah. this is James Loving hosting Loving That Sports Talk. flagship station for sports voice america sports are you a real sports fan get ready to talk football and anything else sports with kwame lassiter formerly with the arizona cardinals san diego chargers and st louis rams kwame's got the experience so he's prepared to talk sports with you every week on kwame lassiter's sports talk it's on the voice america sports network every tuesday at 9 a.m pacific time noon eastern time get ready for unpredictable fun and sometimes a sarcastic look at the world of sports that's kwame lassiter's sports talk on the voice america sports network Entrepreneurial Insights is your weekly excursion into the world of business ownership. Presented by Sunbelt Business Brokers, the leading business brokerage and intermediary firm in the world, Entrepreneurial Insights will examine critical issues that impact both existing and prospective business owners. If you own or want to own a small business, listen for Entrepreneurial Insights with John Davies, Pino Boccinello, and Matt Ottaway. Fridays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Get ready to go inside the minds and behind the scenes with the top professional athletes, celebrities, and music entertainers. It's a sports show like no other. Keeping it real. Keeping it real with former NFL wide receiver Jarris McIntyre is real talk with in-depth interviews, topical discussions, and a whole lot of comedy. You'll hear from the entertainers, the athletes, and the fans. Keeping it real. Keeping it real with Jarris McIntyre is broadcast live every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. (laughs) 
You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This is James Loving, host of Loving That Sports Talk. I'm my guest Jarvis Barry in the studio. Hey, James. How you doing? Well, we're right. going to get you a little bit on. You got a couple of people out there listening to you. Go ahead and give them a shout-out, hey, Jarvis. Coach AJ, AJ Harris out in Buckeye. He got his, his class listening to us today, so that's a good thing. And Mama, if you out there, hey, Mama. So, You know, you got to say that to hey, Mama, bro. You got to put Mama in there, right, Jarvis? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I still got to go eat, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so we want to give a shout-out to all the listeners that um, listen to Jarvis today. Very glad to have him on the show. You know, you got a lot of people that, you know, respect you and want to hear what you have to say. And I'm definitely interested in it, too. You know, so I appreciate you being on the show. Yeah, thank you much. You ain't leaving yet. We still no. got <laughs> we still got some more to talk about. You know, Jarvis, I want to um, get your input on something, you know. Because um, I'm all about, like you say, helping the kids and doing like this and that, you yeah. know. And when a child is out there, you know, way out there in left field, I mean, mm-hmm. there's nowhere to go, you know. And, you know. We have to teach them. They have to talk to somebody, right? Yeah, definitely. You know, and, you know, athletes are great to go and talk to because they've been through a lot. They go through a lot. They see a lot. Am I right, Jarvis? Yeah. And, you yeah. know, and what we try and do with kids is explain to them, there's somebody out there that's going to listen to you mm-hmm. and help you. Don't feel that you'll be embarrassed and all like that. Isn't that what kind of what you do too, Jarvis? Yeah, you know, what we tell all our kids, our motto is no child left behind. Mm-hmm. We won't leave a kid behind. If they want to play, we'll do the best we can to get them in there to play. Um, with our with the organization, I've come across, I've come across um, a little girl that was actually being molested by her grandfather. Mm. You know, she came to practice one day. She was crying. I just said, you know, what's the matter with you? And she said, I don't want to go home. I don't want to go home. And I couldn't figure out what was going on. So I ended up talking to her a little bit, and I kind of got an idea of what was going on. So I called her her uncle. I knew her uncle, and I called mm. him, and uh, he came and picked her up, and that settled that that oh. there. You know. And I don't know what all happened with the grandfather or not. I just kind of, you know, gave it to the uncle and said, look, this is what I feel is going on. Can you take it from here? You know, and, and kids, a lot of kids don't have no one that they can talk to. But that's why it comes to us being uh, coaches and running an organization that we got to be that output, that mm-hmm. outlet for these kids. Mm-hmm. Because if we don't do it, who's going to do it? You know, um, I had a background um, that I've done some things I ain't happy about. But, you know, I had opportunity to see how kids were used, abused, and they weren't. They ended up falling into drugs like the parents, and it was a, f- a, a way for them. That was just their life. That's mm-hmm. what they knew. That's what they see, and kids fall into those right. things. But when they got, like, these sports organizations that are spending time letting the kids in, not just saying, I need money, 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 just trying to give the kids an opportunity to play, that gives them a, a chance to turn their life around and not be under the same circumstances every day. You know, we had tutoring programs. The kids, you know, they're not making the grades. You know, we have a tutoring program. Mm-hmm. We want to help them out. It's not just a sport for them. And and that's what's so good. You have all the organizations that are here that's all about money. But you got to have that organization, like you say, where somebody come talk to your kid. Yeah. You know, they like you say, they can't talk to their uncle. They came to you and spoke to you about mm-hmm. it. You know, then you could get the word out to help this child, you know. Yeah. So that's kind of what we need, you know. Even if they just come and just say, you know, I just don't want to go home. I just want to talk and, you know, that's yeah. fine, you know. Because yeah. sooner or later that child going to tell you what's going on, you know. Yeah. And, you know, like you say, just because they're just probably not happy with their parents or, you know, just something. You know, maybe they don't got nothing to eat at home. And, and as as players and, you know, like me and you, we can probably help them, you know. 
Yeah, definitely. And, you know, and it, a lot of it, some kids don't want to hear their mom and daddy talk anyway, so that's what it takes us right. to say it to them, yeah. you know. My son's like that. I can tell him about football. <laughs> he don't hear me, but when somebody else tells me, he listens to it. And a lot of kids have problems at home, yeah. you know. And a lot of those problems are just basically, you know, life problems, but some of them are just deeper than that. And sometimes as a child, they have to let them know, you know, the parents are the parents, you know. Yeah. And you know how it is. I know I grew up, you know, you never want to hear what your parents want to say. They were <laughs> telling you right. Yeah. Till you got out there and got in trouble. Then you're like, okay, well, mom and dad were right, you know. Uh-huh. You know, you, so, you was just saying, you <laughs> yeah. might not hear me now, but you will later. You will later, right. <laughs> <laughs> a, a hard head always make what? A soft behind. <laughs> that was my mom always saying. Yeah. But, you know, you could get, you get, always get that with kids. So, you know, all oh, my parents rag on me a lot, you know, blah, blah, blah. They only tell you what's good for you, you know. Yeah. Then you see it down the road later when you're in trouble, like, okay, whoa, that's what mom and dad yeah. was saying, you know. Yeah, trying to tell me. So sometimes kids are just being hard-headed. We know that. Kids yeah. going to be kids. Yeah, definitely. You know, and, and ain't nothing wrong with that belt, you know. Like you well, said. we should get a switch, you know, have Man, to get a switch off get the your tree. own tree. Yeah, yeah. Hot yeah. wheel tracks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know about that switch, right, Joe? Man, I'm, I tried to cut the whole tree down. <laughs> I was listening out there. Joe used to get whooped every day. <laughs> you ain't lying either. Every day. <laughs> but you learned, though, didn't you? Oh, yeah. You know what? And they only whooped us because they loved us. Yeah. You know, yeah. so. Well, that's what my mommy say. I'm yeah. only whooping you because I love you. But mommy, it hurts. Yeah, you ain't got to love me no more. Yeah. <laughs> Don't love me today. Why? Because yeah. I've been bad at this role. <laughs> well, I'm going to love you with this switch. Okay. But that's good, though. And, you know, you respect your mom. Tell us a little about your mom. You know? my, mom my mom is actually a pastor. Um, okay. She raised four boys, me and my brothers. We, um, Javan, Jarvis, Javar, and Jermaine. And uh, she raised every kid in the neighborhood, basically, too. We had that house that every kid went to. Wow. Um, growing up, uh, my dad and mom, my dad was the one that, you know, the neighborhood dad. He took care of all the kids. Mm-hmm. He helped feed all the families. Everybody loved him, you know. Um, when he started up his truck, everybody would jump in the back. He'd take us for rides. And, okay. You know, and that, and that was the way my dad was. He paid for everything. Right. Um, so, you know, that's where I kinda, we kind of get that no child left behind and trying to help families because that's what I seen my dad do. And uh, my grandfather was the same way. So it's just one of those things I picked up along the way. And um, my mom's a pastor for 21 years, okay. a church called New Jerusalem Ministries in Buckeye. Strong anointed woman. Man, can't get them mm-hmm. pastor. Can't get nothing pastor. And, uh, you know, other than that, I mean, she's a beautiful lady. She really is. Yeah. She's caring. I mean, everybody calls her mama. You yeah. know, you know, everybody calls her mama. So well, that's, that's good. good. Well, mama be listening to us tonight. So, mama, go ahead and cook us up something later on, you know. Uh, hear that. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, like you say, I grew up, you know, my home. My dad's a pastor, been a pastor in um, mm-hmm. Bethlehem, me, Methodist Church in Chicago, you mm-hmm. know. And my mom right there, you know, she's been there and ministered with him and been married for 55 years so like you say you grew up in that strong home you know yeah. and some kids don't you have a single family home but if they still respect that mom's there or that mm-hmm. dad's there they're still gonna grow up to be something you know yeah. you know everybody say you gotta have two parents in the family it's best to have two mm-hmm. but you still make it what you have because that parent's stuck in there and they love you you know yeah so tell the kids out there you know Still respect if you're, you live with your mom or your dad. Still respect your parents. Yeah, give, give mama, if you stand with whoever you stand with, mm-hmm. give them your best. That's all you can do. Yeah. A lot of kids see, well, I only have a mom, and they get jealous because this kid has that relationship. Right. You know what? Y- your mom is doing all she can do the best. Yeah. She, a mom can't raise a boy. Right. She can only raise him the best she can. Best she can. You know, and, and if the dad wasn't there, just make sure you don't follow his footsteps right. and leave your child. Yeah. You know what I mean? I hear you on that. And you just go in and handle your business. And, and I always tell kids all the time, just remember what you dealt with. Just don't let your children have to go through yeah. it. 
you know, remember have you didn't have your dad here for your sports or your mom here for your sports, make sure you're there for theirs. Yeah. You know, that's and what's important. I grew up, you know, uh, my mom and dad was always, it was education, you know, and uh-huh. we was in church every day, you know. So what I was saying was um, my mom, you know, I was always, my dad worked at night, you know, and my mom was always at home. So I'm like, you know, I used to play sports, and my mom used to never come to my game. And I always mm-hmm. think, God, my dad don't care, love me, ain't come to my game. Yeah. You know, I was always like, so I was mean to my dad like that. So I came back home from college one time visiting. Mm-hmm. I went, you know, get my dad car, drop him off at work. I went to go pick him up, you know, and uh, all his plays like, oh, so you Jimmy. I'm like, yeah. He goes, your dad, they took me to the locker. I had pictures from my first game article to the last. He did care, but it was a different way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So that really showed me that, you know what I'm saying? Your parents, they care about you. They might show it in different ways, mm-hmm. but they do care and love you. And my dad had every article that from every game I had in his locker, uh, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, I, I respect him. I didn't, you know, I wouldn't give him the benefit of the just because he wasn't coming to the games, but I looked at him, he was putting food on the table. He's always had us at church, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah. So I didn't look at it that way. Yeah. You know, a lot of times as we get older, we see things somewhere. Dad's a little not so huggy, emotional yeah, type right. of things. You know what I mean? My dad came to the games here and there, you know, <laughs> but it wasn't all the time. But, like, when he passed away, I realized he had my articles too. Yeah. You know, so daddies really care. They you do. Know? They do. They just, that's just the way they do it sometimes. Mom showed affection. You know, my mom, she yeah. came. They came to a couple of games. Of, you get her, she up screaming, hey, you yeah. know, mom, <laughs> sit down, I'm all right. Yeah. Just, you know, you know how moms are. Yeah, mama, don't come on the field. Yeah, <laughs> The boys ain't going to let it down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you're going to make me be laughed in the locker room. Yeah. Did you see Jane's mom, you know? Oh, like, yeah. You see Jarvis' mom? Yeah. <laughs> no, my mom made me wear pink pants to school one time. No, she did. Don't tell just, nobody I that. don't even want to talk about it on Well, you air. already brought it up. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> you see, when I was in third grade, man, my mom made me put these pink pants on. It's not just that it was pink. They had a heart-shaped <laughs> flower pocket. And, man, I, I was scarred. You know, I'm still scarred from that pants. day, man. I, I'm still scarred. I ain't yeah. got no sisters in the house. No. And she made me wear the pants school, man. I was picked on, laughed at. Ever since then, I never picked on nobody. You wore for real? I, I sat on the wall all day. I, was, I didn't want to cry. I just cried. I didn't want to go nowhere. But, yeah, mama, don't forget about that. <laughs> Yo, you should never tell nobody that. Yo, my list could be like, what about those pink pants? Yeah, I know, huh? Yeah, I don't know why I live so equally. Yeah. What kind of shirt you put you on? Man, I don't remember. I just knew I had pink pants, so. <laughs> was she mad at you? What? I don't know. She just made me wear them. I don't know what was. I guess the rest of them was dirty. I don't know. <laughs> I know they left the house after that day. We got to get your mom called in one time. Talk about those pink pants. <laughs> Mama, why'd you wear, make them wear that? Oh, it's okay, though. Uh, well, that's all good. Hey, you turned out. You know, you still respect and warm, right? Yeah. Yeah. This is just a uh, learning, learning. Yeah. I guess it's a learning experience. So, no pink since then. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, as our younger kids, you know, like you say, you got to respect your mom, respect your coaches, respect your teachers, definitely your teachers, you know, because a lot of kids don't respect their teachers, you know. You know, and a lot of kids don't realize what you do now is going to affect you Mm -hmm. 10 years down the road, 15 years down the road. You know, because there's a kid now, he he can never keep his grades up, but he can play basketball. So the next year he went to trial for the team, they cut him. He's like, why? Because you can't keep your grades up. You know, we had another kid that was always getting in trouble. He wanted to play, but they won't let him because you're always in trouble. In trouble. You know, so it, then you don't want to get a record that's going to follow you. You know, then and you get to the college or the NBA, they're going to be looking like, man, this kid's a risk yeah, to me. Yeah. But this kid over here is not quite as good, but we can find that potential. Who are they going to go for? Well, you see the, um, they, the NBA and NFL doing background checks now for yeah. their kids, you know, looking at what they did when they was younger, you know, because they – 
all these players getting in trouble now. Now they start, you know what I'm saying? That's, yeah, that's going to be big, you yeah. know. You know, and they want the straight A student. They want the kid that's not getting in no trouble, and, yep. and that's real important, you know. And after this, you still if you don't make it to the NBA or the pros. You want to go apply for a job. You want to be a police officer one day, but you got this theft charge. Yeah, right. You know, different things. So, like I say, kids gotta respect the parents and yeah. and the teachers. Definitely, I see it in the schools all the time. You know, you know my mom and daddy, blah blah. That's the person who's teaching you education. Definitely. And they're out there to help you, you know. They're taking this time to help you. So for our younger, you know, kids, respect your teachers, definitely. Yeah. Hear yeah. what they got to say. They're they going to teach you something, you know, that you can take into life. We're older. We've been there. Let us teach you. Definitely we're older. Um, I mean, well, you're older. I ain't older, you know. Uh, oh, here you go. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to put me in that category. You, I'm, what, 22 now? Okay. Yeah. 52 or 22. <laughs> <laughs> I said that real low, like you said, the Raiders. Yeah, Remember? you get that Twix in your yeah, mouth. Yeah, huh? yeah. It was the Raiders, yeah. Oh, come on now. <laughs> you know it's the Raiders. I'm a Raider. But definitely, we got uh, my guest Jarvis Berry here, and this is James Loving. When we come back, we're definitely going to be talking a little bit more about what Jarvis is doing in the community, and we're going to still talk about, find out about the Raiders and the Eagles and the playoff going on this weekend. Uh, this is James Loving, host of Loving That Sports Talk. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you? It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Spin It with Chuck Foreman has a spin on so much that's going on. It will be hard to fit it all into the promo. We'll talk about the weekend games, what to look forward to, hot topics in the news. Spin It Old School, which gives a back-in-the-day approach from Chuck. A no-spin zone where Chuck gives an unbiased opinion and lets you do the same. Chuck will be taking us around town and around the world with news, happenings, and more. It's football, news, and happenings. Tune in for Spin It with Chuck Foreman. Foreman, Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. It's more than a sports show. Tune in every Friday for End of the Bench with Tony Bowie. Tony knows and does it all. Whether it's sports, business, or politics, the discussion all comes to focus in one place. You'll hear from the personalities as well as the everyday people, each bringing their own perspective to the discussion. This is a weekly forum that you'll want to be a part of. End of the Bench with Tony Bowie airs live every Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time. That's 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. You're hooked up with loving that sports talk. 
James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This is James Loving. I'm back hosting Loving That Sports Talk. And I have my guest Jarvis Berry in the studio. What's going on? All right, all right. He's still here. He didn't run out on me. He's no. like, I'm going to go get some water. I'm like, no, you're not, Jarvis. He ain't going nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jarvis, we got this uh, last segment. I want to get in some, you know, uh, like I said, everybody know what you're doing out here. You know, we're going to let them know what your organization is, what, nonprofit. Mm-hmm. Yes. And Yeah, we're a nonprofit organization. We, we stationed in Buckeye, Arizona. Most people say Buckeye. Buckeye. Where's that? They yeah. think Buckeye Road. But we're way out west, past Avondale. Um, the organization is, is, you know, it's a nonprofit. We're just basically in our second year. Uh, we're growing. We started with one team. We ended up with 36 last season. And we're constantly moving. Um, we're trying to bring new things to the Valley. Mm-hmm. We're not just uh, another organization that just come up and just popped up. We want to do things for kids, tutoring programs. We want to be able to uh, take kids to the snow. You know how I many kids never seen snow? Yeah, I know. You know, we want to do snow trips. We, um we want to do uh, career days, you know, a lot of those different things. We're introducing club football to the Valley. Um, that's going to be big. It's yeah. really going to be big. Um, so, you know, I mean, anytime anyone want to sponsor us, give us a call, go to the website. Um, there's a lot of ups and downs when running an organization, yes. of course, you know. But I know that. But I can honestly say everything's pretty much up for us right mm-hmm. now, you know. Um, I'm pretty much putting God's hands, Lord, here. You made me start it. You take mm-hmm. care of it. And exactly what he's doing, you know. So I got to give him the you know, the glory for it, as a matter of fact. You know, we pray before the games. That's important. Uh, we teach morals. That's important. Yeah. And we also like to get rid of parents that don't want to listen. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get them away from there. Yeah, yeah, you know, but it's 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 good. I mean, everything that we do, we try to do it positively right. uh, for the whole, not just Buckeye, but for the whole Valley, you know. And, and that's good. Like you say, you know, these kids, they need so much help, and we're here to help them, you know. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of people out there, like you say, you need ex-NFL players, NBA players, if they like to come out and help, yeah. you know, go to the website, you know, and, and sign up, yeah. you know, for a great cause, you know, yeah. helping those kids learn and then, you know, out there just to talk to them. Yeah. You, you know, know and, and my sisters, I better say them before I forget, my yeah. sister Miguel Madrigal, uh, Sarah, Sarah, Sarah. Sarah, I forgot her last name, but Sarah, she does a website. You see her on there. Sarah Hug, I'm sorry. And I just want to thank them, Andrea, and my wife especially, for everyone that's been a part of Greater Levels. And um, thank yourself, too. You know? oh. And we're going to put you in there, too. We got some things working together to yeah. help out fundraise. So. Yeah, definitely. We're always going to have some. And like I say, anything you need me to do, let me know. You know yeah, I'm definitely. always in willing to help. Yeah. Anything I can do. Okay. So now we're going to get back to where we got that all with you. Um, before we let you go, we're going to get you to talk about these playoffs. Philadelphia play Green Bay. Who you got? Philly. Philly. We'll go Philly on that. Not just because you're standing here. <laughs> <laughs> and plus, I probably won't get out of here because I know there's a couple other players in here. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm going to go with Philly on Ray, that Ray and Eagles, too, now. Yeah, so I'm going to go with Philly you're on that Philly. I'm going to go with Philly. All right, what about New Orleans and um, Seattle? New Orleans. New Orleans? Yeah, I'm going to New Orleans. Uh, before we uh, that division over there, Seattle won that with what seven and nine. Yeah, is that fair? Oh, I mean they're so <laughs> weak. Another team that got ten, eleven wins didn't get in. Man, you know it is kind of weird, huh? How that yeah. happened, but it's it happened. That's all you can say. It happened. But. You tell me, you're not a Cardinal fan? You grew up here in Arizona, man. They weren't here when I grew up. 
They wasn't? No, they got here later. Yeah, but they so. still was here. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I like them, but it's just, you know, I'm, it's just it's just not my team. If I had to say it's my second team, yeah, but. Well, let me ask you this. Were they your team when they went to the Super Bowl? Don't no. tell me you're a bandwagon. No, now. no, so. man. I, no, I'm just, I like no. them, you know, the, you know, but it's just it's just not the Raiders. It's not the Raiders? No. If it ain't the Raiders, it don't make sense. Well, every time you look at the Raiders and I look back at the Raiders, all you see is fighting in the stands. Am I right? Yeah. Yeah. Every game you go to, there's somebody fighting with the Raiders. They say Raider fans are the worst. Yeah. Is and that true? You know what? Be honest with you, for most of the Raider fans I know, you're probably right. <laughs> <laughs> you're probably right. You know, I think it's just part of that bad boy wearing yeah. black, and you know, I think that's part of it. But the other Raiders, the fans are pretty tough. And they die hard, too. So. Man, I mean, well, I think the Raider fans are die hard. Pittsburgh Steelers fans are die hard. Yeah. I think some Steelers fans, you know, they're diehard. Yeah, know? that's true. But Raiders, every game is like somebody got in a fight, somebody got stabbed or something. I'm like, God, is it that bad? <laughs> I think they just go planning that. The, you know, the fans yeah, keep up that bad boy image, don't they? Yeah, just knowing we the nation. So. <laughs> <laughs> what do they be saying in the stands at the games? I mean, do they pick the fights? You know what? I think they just get to drinking too much and just, mm-hmm. just want to start just something. Just want to start. And just... Alcohol football. So. football. <laughs> so we get challenged. Who you think gonna win the Super Bowl? Who you think? Who you got going? Who you think? Who you think gonna win? You know what? I, I really sit back and look. Um, man, it's I'm up in the air with it. You up in there? I'm up in the air with this one. I honestly, am. Well, let me mention this. I know you kind of missed it before we got on the air. Who got to win the NBA championship? Lakers. Lakers? Lakers. I'm going to go with Lakers. They're playing pretty bad now. Yeah, Jarvis. but you know what? You can't count out. You just can't count them out. They got too much wisdom on that team. Mm. You know, I, got a, I got a friend of mine that's uh, supposed to be in town. He played for the Lakers, Theo Ratliff. So uh-huh. probably going to see a Lakers game tonight. But Lakers don't look too good. I think San Antonio got them. San Antonio? I would go with Wade them, but I'm going to give them another year. Oh, you're going to give them another year? Give another year. So you agree with LeBron there? Yeah. Yeah. You do? He's smart. <laughs> He's smart. <laughs> You can't. You gotta have too many. Uh, how they say? Too many chiefs and nothing no Indians. Yeah, but you know what? If they learn to play together, you can't stop them. You know. Yeah, but you got everybody want to shoot the ball. Everybody want to get thirty points a night. You know. Mm-hmm. How you do that? They can do it. They can do it. Everybody get a quarter. This is your quarter. <laughs> but are, are the Eagles gonna let them do that, Jarvin? Uh, I think they'll be all right. I give them another year. And if it don't work next year, you'll see some change. You think so? Yeah. What do you think? Somebody move, go away, maybe Dwayne? Whatever will. Whatever, Dwayne I, I, or uh, Dwayne probably stay. Chris, Chris Bosch? Yeah, Bosch or Wayne. I think, I think yeah, Wade going to stay. You think Wade will stay? Yeah, that's home to him. He ain't got that many more years, I don't think. What do you think, Wade, about three more years, four? Uh, I give him four. He about still four? He, Then he'll turn into, like, Jason Kidd, you know what I mean? Yeah. The wisdom on the court. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not scoring that much, just the wisdom. Yeah, one. the wisdom on the court. Yeah, but that's got to be the right team too, though. You yeah, know. true that. True that. You know, if you have a player like that, you know, got to be on the right team. You know, he to fit always, in. He can always come here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> y- y'all gonna break that team up? Steve Nash gonna stay around? Man, I don't know what the Suns. Y'all got rid of Stoudemire. I don't know what the Suns do sometimes. They get them good and something happens. Would you get rid of Murray? Nah, out of Cappy. He's still young. He's doing good right now. Let's see what he's doing in New yeah, York. He's doing good right now. So, you know, sometimes when they go somewhere else, they get better. Yeah. And you then know. you got to look at what people don't understand. Sports is a business. Yeah. You know, it's how much he probably was making. They didn't want to pay, you know. Yeah. They wanted they didn't think he was good enough. But, you know, it's about the money. Yeah. 
aspect of it. You know, uh, owner gonna be like, hey, I'm paying too much. I go get a younger player. You know, and bring him along yeah. to make less money. Right? True. It makes sense. It's business opportunities. You know, sometimes you got to do it. But I'll take half their salary. You know, if they want to show some money, <laughs> I get up every morning to go to work. I'd rather go play some ball and make some yeah, money. Yeah. <laughs> That's what that's what's so funny, you know. The players, you know, make all this money and they complain. Yeah, you get enough to go play a sport and have fun. Yeah, you yeah. know, why are you complaining? You make all that money, you know. Yeah, you know, and I'm getting up at four o'clock in the morning, barely yeah. making ends meet. You know, I shouldn't complain. You know? Yeah, well, nobody should complain. You know, yeah. that. if you got a job, you know, don't complain. It's a job. A yeah. lot of people don't have jobs. Yeah, you know, you got a roof over your head. Why complain? Some people are homeless. Yeah. So that's, that's bad. Think, yeah, I don't think anybody should complain, you know. Yeah. So, but I'd rather have some of their money. You rather have? <laughs> <laughs> you, you rather just a little of it? Yeah, just a little. Just give me ten percent. Just uh, I'll take it. You know, a lot of people say when those people players get fined, you know, like oh they ain't gonna miss the money. I think they miss oh, 20, yeah. 30, 40 thousand. Don't you think? Yeah, so? That's a lot of money to miss. You know. Yeah. Every every week you can find ten to twenty thousand. That's a lot of money. Yeah, it's, and it, it, it adds up too. It adds up quickly. But Jarvis, like you say, we're glad you came in. Um, got you all your listeners out there. You want to say goodbye to them, you know? Yeah, I want to say, first I want to say thank you. Thank you very much for the opportunity. Um, I just want everybody to know, look into greaterlevels.com for the football program we have coming up. Uh, please, it's valley-wide, and we're going to make this big. Uh, we're going to work on uh, whooping Texas here in the next couple of years, mm-hmm. you know, and um, for the basketball. But I want to thank you for calling me out and letting me know to have an opportunity to come. And I appreciate it very much. I really do. And we got a lot of big things coming up for greater levels. And, and like I said, I give God the glory for everything that he's done in my life. Um, like I said, you know, from where I've been to where I am, you know, methamphetamines is a well, dangerous drug. Yeah. But yeah, I made it out. You know, I still got my mind and my teeth. Right. So that's important to me. And so I want to, but the kids that we have, the things that we do, 300 strong kids, I mean, it's, it's a good thing. And we're still growing. Well, thanks, Jarvis, for being on James, my show today, Loving That Sports Talk, and all the listeners out there, you know, look them up and uh, look the website up, and, you know, you need to email me, lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com, and thanks for listening to another one of the shows today. That's going to do it for this week's edition of Loving That Sports Talk. But don't worry, James Loving will be back next week, Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Get ready to love more sports talk then. And keep in touch with James all week at lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.